To all my heavy hitters and lockdown defenders, welcome to Sports Talk with Coach Kurt, episode 104, man. We back in the building, man, each and every Tuesday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, on all your popular platforms where you get your podcast from. I'm your host, Coach Divas, alongside Coach Kurt. We are the misfits of the airways, back in the building, man. The boys are back, as in the movie 48 Hours with Nick Nosey and Eddie Murphy. The boys are back in town. We are back in the airways, man, off of a week hiatus, man. I had to deal with some health uh Health concerns, health issues, man. So we are uh, we back in the building, right and ready, ready to go, man. And um, we got a lot to talk about this week in sports, man. There's been a lot of things going on in the sports world, man. We're gonna try to get to as much as we can, and not a lot of time. But uh, but it's been good, man. With the sports world is definitely booming with news and views. NBA playoffs are jumping off right now. The Lakers are playing the Nuggets at this very moment. So we'll give you a lot of updates as we go along in the show. But um, Coach Kurt, how you doing out there, good brother? To start the show today, man. We one on four in, right? We hit the century mark. And now we're four more episodes past that, and we're continuing the journey going forward. So, man, I'm excited for this this next step in the process, right? It's not about the des- destination. It's about the journey. So I'm excited. How are you feeling on I'm this good, uh, on the day? I know, you know, we uh, talked about the last series. I see you with the – if anybody's watching, if you notice the, uh, the accoutrement – that he has on right now. Uh, and if you look over his right shoulder, lookers left, you will notice that there's a uh, two jerseys. So if there's any question uh, in this playoff series of who coach defense is supporting, then uh, just notice the notice yeah. the fit. Spe- speculate no longer. <laughs> <laughs> speculate, speculate no more. No more. <laughs> you already yes. know. Yes, you already yes. know, man. Lake Show in the building, as always. Yeah, so, yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, we're looking a little rough for us early, man. You know, playing at an altitude, man. Trying to get adjusted to uh, this here game. with uh, And the, the Nuggets got out to a little bit of a hot start. So, uh, we're mm-hmm. going to try to weather the storm, man, and keep it close, man. Hopefully, we can distill it late. So, um, but yeah, let's let's talk about uh, NBA as we get into this. Uh, as we get into yeah. this, uh, this this segment, as always, we like to do uh, mm-hmm. what's hot in the streets when it comes down to NBA news and views, and and who else but our uh, <laughs> our, our our friend on the block, our our, our our nemesis of sorts when it comes down to uh, you know when it comes down to uh, you know headlines, yes. incidents, you know. Yes. Tom Foolery, yes. you know, whatever have you, Ja Morant, yes, yes. <laughs> aka Ja Wick, Ja Wick, <laughs> ja Wick. Yeah. and from yeah. this is at this point on, from now on, we we are not, we're no longer going to use the term Ja on this show. He is now Jamal Morant, okay? Because <laughs> you have to use, and I want to go over this full the name Demetrius Jamal Morant, but I'm gonna go right. Jamal Morant because when right. when the teachers. Your parents and your unks and mm-hmm. all them call you by your full name or your whole name. That you know you're in trouble, right? Yeah, your government so, yeah, name. You know, you know you're in trouble. You know you're in trouble, and he's in yeah. trouble again um, yeah. for ironically the same thing he got in trouble for throughout the season. Yeah, and uh, so let's let's just get into it, man. He has been suspended. Yeah. Um, for matter of fact, you know what? Before we even get into all that, man, let's just show you for those who hadn't seen the actual incident. Let's show you mm-hmm. what, what, what happened over the weekend. Mm-hmm. So you got Ja in a car with his uh, quote-unquote best friend, and they're listening to NBA Young Boy. And on cue, what did Ja Moran do? Brandishes a gun on IG Live. I mean, what are we doing out here? I mean, seriously, what are we doing out here? 
brandishing a gun on IG Live. And it's so wild because it's caught his boy off guard because he tried to hide his, the camera after the fact. And next thing you know, you know, it's, it's, it's caught, it's, it's screenshotted, as you can see on the screen. You know, mm-hmm. at least I give him credit for having a bigger pistol this time than he had last time. I give him credit for that. Get rid of that little shit. <laughs> Stop shooting that little shit. Yeah, it's that, that. You yeah. know, so, you know, he had a bigger gun this time, but yet again, he had a gun after he, you yeah. know, made all these apologies, made all this uh, talk about how he's uh, saw the error in his ways and he's, you know, he's going to try to be better about his decision making on and off the court. And mm-hmm. and on Mother's Day, we get the news early in the morning as we getting ready to take our mothers to dinner or church or whatever have you. We get this get this this incident happen uh, when it comes down to uh, him being on IG Live the day before again brandishing another pistol. So, I mean, we could probably spend a whole podcast in our honesty talking about this whole incident, right? But like I alluded to before we showed the video, the press release came out shortly after that, once the Grizzlies got wind of it, that they suspended him from all our team activities pending league review. Mm-hmm. I wish this said Adam, Adam Silver's interview had to happen earlier where I could have captured it as well because Adam Silver was not happy when mm-hmm. Malik Andrews interviewed him um, during the lottery, draft lottery, and uh, asked him about the John Moran situation. And boy, mm-hmm. uh, I'm here to tell you that, uh, you know, we, uh, we we always looked at, at David Stern as being stern, right? You, you know, Lily lived up his name. And Adam Silver's been the more political guy, more mm-hmm. lenient guy. He's like the mother, the lenient mother, and Stern was a dad, the hard-hitting dad, right? But right. I think that this particular incident, Adam Silver didn't take kindness to either because what John essentially did was lie to his face because mm-hmm. he had to meet with Silver, you know, doing a regarding the incident and, you know, him getting air quote treatment in this Florida facility and all this stuff. And, you know, he's supposed to be rehabbing his image and rehabbing his thought process and how he conducts himself. And, you know, not even, you know, two, three months down the line, he does the same thing over again. Mm-hmm. So... I feel like, based upon what I heard from Adam Silver say, you know, this is this is going to be it's going to be bad for job. This this go around is going to be bad for job. But you know, overall, give me give me your take on the incident. You know, we'll 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 get our each other's takes, and then we'll talk about what we think the ramifications are going to be behind all this. So let me let me read. You know, because I wanted to I wanted to give just due. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to be considerate of the situation in all forms and fashions. Uh, on one hand, if anyone has paid attention to our podcast, when this Memphis situation broke out, uh, I think we were probably one of the leading sportscasters that started pulling the thread of things under the surface with Memphis, right? Mm-hmm, and yeah. highlighting some highlighting some some things that people should be paying attention to and how there were certain things that just didn't you know the 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 curl didn't curl all the all way over. Yeah, it didn't. it didn't it didn't curl all the way over. So nope. with that being said, uh on one hand, when thinking about this, I'm sad, right? Um because we've talked offline, you know, in the, in the in the green room, we've had conversations, and that conversation has led to reflections. And so, I want to say this: starting off, there are times and moments where people have to have a why that's greater than them, that that creates a scenario that that puts you in a place to think, 
Right. Uh, I just was listening to the pivot and Fred Taylor talked about when he had his child that that was the the, the moment that slowed him down. Mm-hmm. And normally when you look at especially male athletes, moments that normally create a speed bump in their life is when they have children. Yeah. Is that when it changes the way they think? Because now they have something bigger than them. And that's normally the first time, right? Because as athletes, you've been put in this position. And no matter if it's individual or team, you have been put in a place to maximize what you're doing and think about what you have to do to be competitive and win. So it's it's a lot of me focused. Even with teammates, it's still what can I do to help people win? Mm-hmm. And normally it takes a life event to change people. And when athletes have children, that's what kicks in their I'm doing this now, no longer for me, but for someone else. And everything that I do is to bless them. Ja has a daughter. And my thing is this. What are you doing potentially to damage her life? Because when we talk about what he's doing, he is impacting. And I do believe when when listening to people say he is not talk. We're not talking about small change. We're talking five hundred million plus money that he's potentially jeopardizing. When you look at contracts, when you look at endorsements, when you look at the next contract, we're looking five hundred million upwards to a billion dollars that he is putting mm-hmm. in jeopardy, right? And so the reason why I say that is because I I did some research and I'm gonna read this to context and I want people to listen. No one is saying that Ja cannot legally own a firearm. That is not the question. And I've read comments where people are like, oh, what's people getting upset for? You're trying to say he can't own a gun? No, own them as many as you want. Mm-hmm. But here's the thing. You have employers that you are being paid handsomely by that do not want their front-facing ambassador, the person that they're paying, to now brandish and wield and casually throw around a weapon in the times of sensitivity with mass shootings and school shootings, that is not the endorsement that they're signing up for. So it's not about owning a gun. It's about being responsible. And many times what you don't show on camera is more important than what you do, right? So when we talk about money, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna read this off so people get the context of the situation. Um, ja Morant is possibly forfeiting forfeiting if it's 20 games or less with his current contract mm-hmm. he is forfeiting over two hundred and eighty thousand dollars a game wow if it goes to 20 games or more mm-hmm. it goes to three hundred and five hundred thousand dollars a game wow now i don't know about anyone else coach defense i don't know about you but if you, I don't think being able to forfeit 
$200,000 is something that you just willingly want to give back to people that are paying you. I don't want to give that up in a year or, or two, three years. I definitely don't want to give it up a game. Certain places you go, you can fund four to five families. Oh, absolutely. Just off one game check. Right. You go to certain places in the South, 200,000, mm-hmm. you could probably do 10 families. Oh, yeah. Depending on where you are. I mean, if you're you smart about it. 10 families. If you're smart about it, you definitely can. So when we're thinking about this and now looking at this, here's my thing that I want to say. I want to give more credit to his friend. I wasn't, but I want to now after seeing that again. There was four people in that car, if anybody pays attention. There's four mm-hmm. people in that car, two people in the back mm-hmm. seat. The person right. driving was doing what normal friends do. Hey, we cruising, we turning up, cool. But if you noticed, the friend was at least smart enough that when he turned and noticed what happened, which tells me he wasn't, he wasn't intending on that happening. When that got brandished, as you said, he tried to hide the phone. Mm-hmm. It was too late then. Screenshots late. immediately. Yeah, right? Easy. Easy. People are screenshot on live. Boom. And so here's the problem that I have with this. And you've heard many people say this. Listen, I grew up around people. If you are, once you pull it, you better intend to utilize it. Amen. Because you can't take that back once you pull that, you squeeze that trigger. Oh, you can't. That that can't you can't pull the actions that happen after that. Right. And real killers, you never you don't see them just lollygagging it. No, Mm -hmm. because I don't want you to know what I possess, because if you run up on me, then you're going to catch what I have. But Mm -hmm. I don't want to know you. I don't want you understanding. Now, some people can say, I know he's packing. But mm-hmm. you don't you don't just go out in the street and just hey, because real listen, people in that real life, if you've been around people really in that life, there is I'm not if I'm doing that, I'm doing that for now. We're in a kill or be killed situation, which means I, I'm gonna if, let you know. If I can interject for one second, I I, I get yeah. one better than that. Yeah. There's a saying, bad boys move in silence and violence. If you don't, if you are in that life, more than likely people don't even know that you are. I mean, we, I mean, you want to, you want to glamorize it. Let's look at it. Let's look at James St. Patrick. If anybody yeah. watched Power, nobody ever knew Ghost's lifestyle, what he did behind the scenes because he, he moved in silence and violence. Yep. Yep. So yep. understand this. If you, if you parading around and you glamorizing it and things of that nature, you really not about that life. You just want to act like you do. Well, go ahead, though. Listen, and in the rules of the street in the jungle, the most disrespectful thing you can do is put yourself in a place where people can smell you're not about that life. Hello. Because you stand out. Mm-hmm. People can, re- listen, people can respect, and we talked about this, about what the generation thing like that. When you was the athlete and you was the person that people saw can get out of the situation, mm-hmm. they normally protected you and mm-hmm. would not let you get around what they doing. They That's would tell you, yo, Slim, now you got to go that way. 
Beat the street. Nah, nah. Like, you gotta what? go nah. home. Slim, they would send you home. The they would drive you home. They would be like, you gotta, you gotta go. You gotta leave. You can't be on the corner with us. Listen, don't. We we better not see you out here no more. Right. Cause you not you not built for this, right? No. And they can smell it, and and wolves can prey on that. They sense it. They smell it. Now, again, Ja, here's the thing, and I want somebody to grab him. And I want, listen, this is where as a father, you got to pull him in and have a man-to-man conversation right now. Mm-hmm. And I'm not worried about losing money because mm-hmm. what you're doing is disrespecting our last name. And yeah. then you're putting us in a situation. And and listen, you don't, you don't, you don't disrespect the family in public like that. We need to have a man-to-man talk, young man. You're doing things and you're moving in a way that for one, is gonna jeopardize your life because if people are not aware, you're in Memphis. Listen, Tennessee, Memphis, Tennessee. Let's let's not let's not leave the state out. Memphis, Tennessee. Memphis, Tennessee, and mm-hmm. Slim. When they know certain things, there are people that will risk it to run up on you. Rest in peace, rest in power to young Dolph. He wasn't doing nothing but pulling up to get cookies for the family. You talking about a man that was out there doing things for the community. Mm-hmm. Job when if people sense you a sucker. They're going to run up on you, Slim, because you now are brandishing and parading things and disrespecting like what people are working for and have. And they like, OK, you're going to play this. We're going to see if you're really about this life. And there's mm-hmm. real live people that squeeze like that. That's going to run up on you and say, OK, you really about this. And you jeopardizing that because you never know who's watching you. Everybody who's watching you, you're not aware of. Hold on, didn't PNB Rock get run up on and shot and killed for the same thing? It's the same thing. Mm -hmm. And listen, here's the thing, too. When you start getting certain people affiliated in certain situations ticked off, because when they call to that city and they start asking questions, because they're seeing certain hand signals that you're throwing in games and they're seeing certain hand signals that you're putting in videos on live and stuff. And they check to see if you affiliated and you not affiliated. That's how people start to say, wait a minute. Why is he, why is he associating himself Mm -hmm. with us? And he's not. And who put him on? Well, and nobody let, put him on. Come I'm on. glad. I'm glad you brought that up because there, there's a such thing, you know, you know, when it comes down to you know the street order of things. Yeah, it's called a, it's called a check in. Yeah. So if you if you come into my city, and uh-huh. you you know you coming in, you know you know you bringing your entourage, and you know you affiliated with certain people, you need to check in with the locals and let on. you let them know that you here on you here in peace. Because yeah. if you're not, chances are. You could be there for some smoke that you didn't ask for. So, <laughs> listen, if you want to be clean, if you want to be real about it, let's be real about it. I mean, come on, let's be honest. John Moran has been very lucky up to this point here. You very. know what I'm saying? Because people know who he is. You know, it's almost like they don't really take it serious. Like you know, because let's be honest. Like I said, if you if, because most rappers have already had run-ins with dudes when they don't check in to certain places when they know his gang affiliations there, right? Come on, man. You know, I just come watched on. the video the day about the baby getting ran up on when he was out. You know what I'm saying? He ran, up on, he, he, he ran up in the city and the dudes walked up to the house he was in. Was like, yo, come you on. need to come out here and, and get in check with me and get with you me. Check in. Or, or it's going to be something. Yeah. So yeah. you've you been you've been, you been real lucky, been flying underneath the radar, Slim, because honestly and truly, 
You really have good guys. You really have gotten sets in the touch by now. If people really wanted to, let's just be real about it. Because the yeah. dudes you're running with, I, I'm I'm sure I'm positive that these dudes ain't ain't connected and tied to the point where nobody's going to ever mm. bother them. They just some mm. regular dudes, you know. And from my understanding, they're dudes from around his way. So, come on, I mean, bro. come on let's, now. Listen, there's old school street code was don't ever think you can't be touched. That's a fact. Don't ever think that you can. We can't. We can't find we if we don't know where you are, we got people that can find you. Listen, they'll find you or they'll find somebody that that knows you and squeeze you out. And walk up on you while you sitting in your favorite restaurant and tap you on the shoulder and be like, uh, can we talk? Or better yet, I I, I give you a technological one. They'll they'll just pass you a phone and it's a video chat, and they got your girl tied up in the in the set in a warehouse somewhere and say, step outside or or something bad gonna happen to her. Cats will show up and pay for front courtside tickets and be sitting there waiting for you, looking like, at you like, and telling you, uh, mm-hmm. "We we got to talk to you after the game." Right. We got to talk to you. At, uh, matter of fact, after when the game ends, don't go to the locker room. There you go. Come right here. So, listen. All I'm saying is this: when you're not about that life, when people are checking receipts, when they look at how you grew up, where you grew up from where you came from and there's no line nobody can vouch that yo he about that work and he about that life what did what people start getting pissed off is when a city urban person runs down to the hood glorifying and thinking that that's what they want and they who is you why are you down here You know what I'm saying? And they give you a warning. Slim, don't don't come back down here. Exactly. They, they take out your pocket. They take mm-hmm. everything off your pocket. Give me your shoes, right? Because they want to scare you first mm-hmm. to let you know, bro, we're going to give you one. Right. Only because you playing on our favorite team in Memphis. That's it. And we want to give you an and opportunity. That might, to and that might be a saving grace. Because, again, that goes back to your original point about how people look out for ball players and people that have made it and want to yeah. see you succeed rather than tear you down. I think that might be his only saving grace, but I'm glad you brought that up because, you know, somebody got to vouch for him in Memphis. Because if he ain't got nobody that can vouch for him in Memphis, no I problem. know Memphis. And Memphis is, bruh, that ain't the mm. place you run up on. It ain't. Hey, Listen, come on this is a place that's been on TV shows, literally detailing the crime wave and the crime life that's in Memphis. So you can't sit here and tell me that you don't that it's not a place which you you think you just get away with, you know, little little, you know, you know, faking and fronting. You can't. No, you can't. No, oh. no. So that's my feelings, man. He's jeopardizing again. He's jeopardizing money. He's mm-hmm. jeopardizing his daughter's private school, high school, college situation, mm-hmm. right? And he has generational money. He and, does. And we've said this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring people to conversation. His father has to be a father and not a friend. Say it again. Get off wanting to be courtside and 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 wanting to be in the limelight and do all. His father has to step up and be his father and not his friend because he's had too many incidents. His mother is called. First of all, you over twenty one years old. Why are you running up on a high school kid? And why you? Why is your mother calling you to put you in a situation to jeopardize all and, and, the glorious and, and, living? And I'm glad and, you brought that up. On, that's gonna, that's going to lead, that's, that's gonna lead right into my points. Yeah, and I, I got I got three, maybe four points I want to make about this whole situation. I'm trying to be yeah. try to be brief. So when it comes down to his father and his parents in general, like 
like the fact that his father is not you know in his ear and trying to bring him you know back to reality is a problem mm-hmm. you know it's either one or two things either his father is enabling the situation and he's not saying anything or he is and he's just getting, being ignored which goes back to the whole you know his his upbringing because i'm be real you know i i, I had a conversation with a, uh, with a few buddies of mine when this came out right and i'm like you know I don't understand what what that what dynamic he has in his parents, you know, household and what happened when he was, you know, being brought up because right. it, it it was never a situation where I was scared of the cops. First, I was more worried about what my parents would do or find out about before the, the cops ever did. If I was, you know, involved in anything that's quote unquote, you know, not of above board, right? So, you know, if you don't have that type of, you know, I guess you can say respect or, you know, fear God from your parents, and you know, that's that's problem one right there. That's problem one. So that particular aspect of it is troubling to me because to your point, his father is not getting, you know, through to him if he say anything at all. That's problem one for me. Problem two for me, like you said, it's been multiple incidents in a in a in a in a retail store at a at a volleyball game and a couple other places where his mom has been disrespected, from what I understand. And she gets on the phone and calls him to come defend her, right? Which, you know, again, that, that I, you know, I understand, you know, there we all grew up in that in that type of environment. You and I both, you know, where if you mess with a late woman in the in the neighborhood, she would call she would call her husband or her sons, whoever's available, right? But again, you're married, you have a husband. Why don't you call your husband first if you got a problem? That's 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 be your first call, not John his entourage, especially when he's a multimillionaire and and one wanting to people wanting him to be the face of the NBA. You know, that's a whole other thing. But, you know, but, you know, he has an entourage and all that type of stuff. And he's going to pop off the moment somebody mess with his mom, which, you know, rightfully so. Nobody should be, you know, be sitting idly by where the people mess with your mom. But still, it's a way to handle it. Because we also got to realize, too, that you are John Moran's mother. So you're going to you're going to get bothered by people at games. We've we've seen it before. Never, I'm not sitting up and saying it's right at all, but it happens, right? People are going to heckle you, talk trash you, say whatever they want to you, talk about your son, talk about your family, all that kind of stuff. Try to get under your skin because guess what? Your son is a superstar. So that type of stuff is going to happen. So you have to kind of you know move in a certain different way or 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 get people around you, you know, i.e. security and things of that nature. You feel like you got issues where places you go. You know, because I mean, let's be clear. I mean, I know Savannah James and, and Gabrielle Union and all these, you know, wives that have basketball players or, or pro athlete husbands ain't moving just free willy nilly, you know, without anybody thinking that nobody's going to say anything to them. You know, I so know. And, then we, and when you get to the point where you people know that you, you know, you roll in a certain way, they don't they send them not to bother you. Because they go, oh, yeah, well, we already know that she got a aunt, she got a, you know, she got people with them. So we do something to them. This something they're gonna they gonna be the ones to take action. It ain't gotta yeah. be job on in this in this family, it ain't gotta be them no yeah. more. You got enough money where you can do things like that, right? You know, just to protect your privacy and your peace, if nothing else, right? So that's that's my biggest issue with the parents, right? Now it comes down to the now, next up is the friends air quote friends, you know, air quote friends, you know, because they, you know, to me are playing a part in this whole whole aspect and whole fiasco, right? Because they are, you know, complicit in, you know, in, you know, really, you know, side by side and then, you know, shoulder to shoulder with him and doing all these, you know, uh, nefarious acts, right? So, again, because it's this particular friend. If you now, I don't know if you know this or not. Because this particular friend that he he was on IG live with that's supposed it was supposed to be air quote his best friend, right? He has been banned from all Memphis Grizzlies games in entirety because of his antics at games in the past. 
So was this a friend that was shining the lasers? Yes, 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 it was him. Okay. He's been at the forefront. Right. Matter of fact, the best friend has been at the forefront of every scandal that has happened to Josh since he's gotten the leak. Now I understand why people are saying that ain't your friend. Uh, exactly. I, I track my statement now. Okay. So yeah, my my point exactly. So again, you're you're enabling this behavior instead of being a friend of friend, of being a real friend. You know what I'm saying? If you're my best friend, you should be looking out for me and trying to protect my best interests. Especially when you're probably most likely either being compensated by me, or you know you're getting your success money that you have is based upon you rolling with me, right? Let's be real. This dude ain't got no real job. If you if he's everywhere Jai is, he ain't got no real job. He ain't working on nine to five. No. So let's be real. You somehow yeah. another by, by some means or some facet, you're being compensated by being Jai's friend. So you should be trying to protect him and yourself and, and keeping him out of harm's way, not putting him in it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So, and if nothing else, I mean, you know, I've seen people do this. If they got people that they really covet and they really are, you know, really fond of their people that they grew up with, right? They they get them, you know, up to the point where they're legally allowed to be security. Get them a security license, start them a, a security business, and guess what? They're the now they're now your security, right? But they're not doing it. They're just out here, they're just out here acting like a, a, a rapper entourage, and you know nothing is nothing is legit. So right. everything they do and everything you do is all in the same all under the same scrutiny. Y'all just look like foolish people out here doing you know foolish things. Right, you know, and you want to throw the whole he's immature, he's this and he's that. I mean, common sense is common sense, especially if you do it once and get caught and get punished for it. You should know better from that particular point. You know what I'm At saying? This point is character. This point, yeah. this is your character. Oh yeah, it's definitely a pattern. It's definitely a pattern. Yeah. That's definitely a pattern. And that gets to yeah. my next point: his image, the image that yeah. you're trying to portray. Yeah. You know, because again, you the method by which you grew up is nothing like what you're trying to portray now. Let's be honest. No. He's no. literally trying to characterize himself and portray himself like. Like most rappers do, and public service announcement, Jamal, you are not <laughs> a rapper. One, two, these rappers that portray these images, most likely what they're doing to you is giving you an image. With the truth is not in in any of what you see on TV. None. The guns they brandish, the the ice they wear, the cars they drive. Guess what? They rent them. They they borrow them from the jewelers and give them in, back. It's an advance. It's an advance. They they give it yeah. back. The yep. cash and guns you see most likely isn't theirs. Yeah. So it's for the it's for the it's for the uh the video. It's for the facade. It's not it's yeah. not real life. No. It's not real life. Very few people are, you know, flat out street dudes and in, 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 in the rap game for real for real. You do one or the other. Yeah. Either you, you in the game, you, you don't do both. You know, either in the game or you in the you in the rap game or the crack game. It's one of the two. Yeah. It's one of the two. So guess what? They you do what you think. <laughs> right. So we doing one or the other. So yeah. again, but what you think you see and what you try to portray and what you're trying to, you know, emulate, that's the word. Emulate. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not what's not what was what's real and what's real life. If you peel back no. the covers, you be like, these dudes is phony. <laughs> like, oh, y'all sweet over here. Yeah, they phony. <laughs> yeah. So again, you try to betray a lifestyle and you try to betray an image where you really they really aren't doing the same thing either. No. So again, you look even more foolish trying to do that when you're supposed to be a pro basketball player. Yeah, I mean, come on now. Yep. I mean, come on now. Like I said, the image, the image thing is is just ridiculous. And uh, on the top of the fact that he just doesn't, it seems like to me, you know. And I think he he feels like he has. I think I said this before when we had the first incident, right? I feel like he has a little bit of a little man, maybe of inferiority complex because he's small. Mm -hmm. He's always been small. You know, mm -hmm. he's been he's always played bigger than he's he is, right? I give him credit for that. 
But yeah. he, I think he has a little bit of an inferiority complex. So you, if you mix up an inferiority complex with male ego and, you know, trying to garner respect from the masses, right, and mm-hmm. on social media and seem like you that dude, you that tough guy, yep. that's just a bad, that's just a mixture of a bad drink. You mixing dark, yeah. you mixing, you mixing dark, dark liquor with light liquor yeah. in a room dark full of clear. ugly, you, in a room full of ugly chicks <laughs> at three in the morning. They ain't got cuter from when you were sober and walked in. They the they same. Didn't. They still look they the same. Didn't. And what does that? What does that? What does that equal out to be? A bad decision. <laughs> a bad decision. A bad decision. A bad decision. Yeah, so, man. look here, man. You really, you really got to make better choices, and that's my final point about him, about the choices you. he makes. He got to make better choices, man. He really yeah. does. He got to make better choices about people he keep around him, and yep. and I hope that I hope that you know you always hope and wish that people get you know learn their lesson and get to the point where they really are uh, can really rectify themselves without something really bad happening to them. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. It, you know you hope and wish that he does not have to be suspended for a whole year or lose endorsements or or be or, or be out of the league for a certain amount of time or get get traded or, or you know something really detrimental to him for him to understand that he's really fumbling the bag you know i mean you can use all the all the terminology you want fumbling the bag hustling backwards you can use all those things he's doing them all yeah. yeah and quite frankly i hope that he understands and gets it before he before it's too late because again you know it's it's one of those things where you really do not want to have to go through the type of turmoil that you are self-inflicting on yourself to to in order to understand that you need to do better you know, yeah, I, I, you don't always need to have to go through struggle and strife in order to learn your lesson. To learn. So, sometimes you learn what not, you learn what not to do by watching somebody else. Hello. Hello. And you say, hey, I don't I don't have to go through that. Right. To prove anything. I can learn from a distance. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm going to say this. You said this about Adam Silver. If we've looked at the track record of not only Adam Silver, but what Mm. they wanted to do to clean up basketball, right? right? Mm. NFL, NBA, even any the big three, you're never bigger than the three letters that come on every time on the commercial. No, you're not. You're never bigger than that. And when you put the 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 commissioner in a place where now in the private conversations the feeling of he played me yes exactly how he feels comes up right Mm -hmm. now when you got people like us you have bigger you know you have the 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 espns and everybody else the fox and the undisputed now saying what are you going to do commissioner Right. Because you let him slide with this one. Mm-hmm. Is this going to be the the is this going to be the smudge on your resume of how you've handled things? Right. Now you're now you're getting put in a place where it's well, wait a minute. Oh, he backed in so corner. I'm, I'm not gonna oh, we ain't gonna do this twice. No, we never not. And now when you lie to my face. No, we ain't gonna do this twice mm-hmm. and now we're going to review and now we're going to look mm-hmm. oh wait a minute so when you sat down with me and you said about I corrected and did all this oh and then you go out oh wait a minute now you're tainting the billions that we have the opportunity to make because of this oh okay I remember a school teacher saying oh 
you just want to keep being a knucklehead? Well, I can correct one part real quickly. That's what I control. Mm-hmm. One of the things as a coach we've always told kids, we control one thing that you desire, and that's playing time. We can right. change that real quick. Yeah, we can right? change that real quick. Adam Silver is in a place. Oh, he can. He can. Memphis, what are you going to do? Because I'm going to tell you, if you don't, then what's going to happen is it's going to come down on you as an organization and mm-hmm. him. Well, I think I think the league will have to do something because of, let's be honest, the Memphis in, is in a bad place because oh, they're losing. Me. They're losing regardless. Like if, if they spend him on their own, they're losing. He's not on the court, and that's that's their you know most prolific superstar. And if yeah. they don't do anything or if they let him off easy, the league was like, nah. Well, you you were too lenient, so we're gonna step in anyway. So he still loses. So you just better off you just better off leaving all their hands and let the league handle it. And as you said, you could tell by body language, mm. Adam wasn't in a happy place. Oh, he was not happy. He that, was that's doing one thing. Everything. That's one a, thing you I don't think he's do. A lawyer, right? I think that's I think, his background. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so. I think yeah. he was doing everything to remain. Uh, what's it? Poised poker, and stoic. Poker, poker face. Yes. Yeah, poker yeah. face. But yeah. inside, he was, oh, he was a human. Dog. He was oh, human. He was tight. He was tight. Tight, as they say. Tight the chest. He was tight the chest. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. But one thing you don't do with guys like Adam Silver is lie to him. Don't lie to my face. That's what you don't do. Don't Don't lie to my face. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But as we wrap this up real quick, so what do you think the league should do and how severe should they punish you? Listen, um, I'm putting on my commissioner hat. You got no less than 25 games. We we have to correct now. Okay. Because it can't be a third. No. Right? No. It can't be a third because you've avoided one incident. Mm-hmm. It's the what if game. Yeah. Nothing's happened, but what if it would have? What yeah. if the gun slips? What if somebody runs up on you? You get scared. Mm-hmm. You get trigger happy. You mm-hmm. was in a club, first of all. Now you're in a car, and now I'm looking at, oh, you got friends that you don't have them type of friends around you that's going to guide you in mm-hmm. the right place. So mm-hmm. we can't let it be a number three because no. what the NBA cannot have and Adam Silver cannot have the blood on their hands is – Breaking news, basketball, because they don't, they now NBA Memphis Grizzly, right? They mm-hmm. don't lead with John, no, they don't lead N- with Jamal. NBA, NBA superstar NBA John Morant. Memphis Grizzly superstar Jamal mm-hmm. Morant mm-hmm. involved in accidental shooting. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Adam Silver cannot come to the podium and have to deal with this person. After not one, but two, but two outside of now, I think this is up to six to eight incidents with a weapon. Yeah. And mm. an accidental shooting, yep. not only to himself, possibly to somebody else. Mm. Oh, won't that that's that's a smudge that is going to be hard to, to clean off. Right. Mm. So he he has to do. So what I'm saying is this right now is one of them. Let's we're going to draw the line. Yeah, we'll have to. At least 25 games. He's mm. he, he's possibly looking at a year suspension. It's possible. It's definitely possible. It's I say I at eight in games uh, for throwing lows. Yeah. Yeah. Right? You've looked at it in situations like, man, what? How many games? Look, if I'm Draymond Green right now, mm. I'm looking like you've never had this for me. Right. And I'm and I've had multiple games suspended. 
you never had this for me. So again, to wrap up my part, what you asked me, I'm saying it's no less than 25 games. Okay. But real life, I'm thinking we starting at 40, and you got to change my mind to not go 50 plus. I, I'm with you right there. I, I say half the season. I think half the season because I think you got to. You really got to truly learn your lesson this time. You can't. And, you can't have a third year, but year, but a right. And because think. Oh yeah, exactly. So because think about it like this: how how badly that affects your team. You know, with a half half a year. You're talking 42 games minimum? You automatically looking in, at the lottery with, without a John Moran for 42 games. So you're basically, basically washing the season away with just that. So that that don't get you. And, that, and, and again, and I was almost to the point where now, this is a good I just thought of this. You need to, just like they treated Kyrie, with, you know, Kyrie just tweeted something, and he had to go through this, this hula hoop, uh, uh, hoops that jumped through, right? He got to fulfill certain amount of things in order for him to be able to be allowed back. Like it's not a, it's not an automatic comeback at 42. It's a, you got to fulfill a certain list of criteria before you come back. Like you got to go to, you know, you got to go to uh, a, a rehab. You got to go, to, you know, I'm, I'm about six weeks of that. Cause you're going to be out that long anyway. So yeah. you got to go to rehab. You got to do, you know, a certain amount of training. You can't be, you can't, you can't have any, you can't possess any weapons. You know, you got to stop hanging around X, Y, and Z. Like, I, I need a laundry list of things you got to fulfill before I let you back in. No, Great point that you made. If Kyrie had to go through and apologize and do all this, right. this is a young person who is the face of the NBA, who mm-hmm. has college, high school, AAU. You have all these young people now. Looking up to you. Looking at him because mm-hmm. he's in that demographic where they're wanting to be like him. Right. And you can't have that on high school, college, no. and Adam Silver, like, well, Adam, they're acting like Ja. Yeah. Oh, come on, man. Listen, man. Gotta have some if accountability, Kyrie man. went through all that to come back, there's no way. And especially now that you didn't got slapped in the face with, oh, he was gone for eight games. He did three days. He jumped up here and said, I gotta make better decisions. Right. Oh, you you didn't play me once. Like, mm, yeah, you can't, you ain't gonna get a number two. Definitely not getting number two. So no. we'll see, but I'm, I'm I'm with you at least half a year, if not more. Half a year, and if you if I feel like if I feel like anything in in my body, my being tells me that you ain't, and my spirit don't feel like if you my are, spirit is vexed. If my spirit is vexed, you you, you can't go back. You can't go yeah. back. You, you can't go back till I feel like your spirit your spirit is right. Your your aura, your sage got to be burning right, and all that good stuff. You can't you cannot come in here looking like you know. If I see you in a club, if I see you in a strip club, I see you drinking alcohol. I mean, I I need a lot to change. I need to see. I mean, clean cut. You come in. You need to come in with the Pope outfit, and and be like, you know, I've been to church every Sunday. You know, I ain't doing this no more. That no more. You need to have a clean cut image for the next three to six months. If one of our people that are on the books that are in that are undercover mm-hmm. that you don't even know are watching you. If they if catch you, you out, drive, if you drive by a club, matter of fact, you better not have a club soda. <laughs> <laughs> if we see you drinking club, club soda, soda, it goes to sixty games. That's it. That's you better it. not have club soda, right. club crackers. You better not. <laughs> matter of fact, I better not catch no catch no one dollar bills in your pocket, Slim. You need fives and above. <laughs> if I hear you playing in the club. Right. You better, you better not play it. You better not. <laughs> I'm not going to carry that. If I hear you playing Usher in the club, <laughs> you, better, you, play, you, 
I'm gonna run to the play, locker room. You play T Pain. I'm in love with a stripper that's sixty games. <laughs> if I see you sitting courtside and in the club comes on and you don't walk to the back, right. I'm suspending you right there. I'm calling right you. Dang, I'm calling you right there. You yeah. better not dance. If I see you gritty, if I see you gritty one time, can't gritty for four months. <laughs> If I see, if I even see you shaking your ankles, <laughs> if, I see, if, I, if I see you shaking your ankles, if you off your back and shake your ankles in my presence, that's, that's seventy games. Seventy games. <laughs> If I hear you utter, it's a party in my city. It better not be. You better not go to Party City. You right. better not go to Party Life. You better, you better not. You Man, better not. Like, if you if you got rap music on your playlist in Spotify, <laughs> you in Memphis, you better go to a country saloon. If I see anything with an NBA young boy, if I see anything, if any I see, rap on, any, if I see young boy or, or little in any movie that you listen to. That is, that is, you better not watch Soul Plane. You better not watch Soul. Nope. nope. <laughs> if I see you with a bag of rap snacks, I'm slapping them <laughs> out your hand. <laughs> not rap snacks. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Oh, okay. Let's get this back on track. Yeah. Let's let's yeah. reel it back in. Let's reel yeah. it back in. But yeah. yes, John Morant, please, Jamal, get some help, please. <laughs> yes, please, Jamal, Jamal, get some help, sir. We we yeah. we we uh, need you to get to get it together because again, like you said, you got yourself, your daughter, and your family depending on you. Yes. Yes. And uh, and we wish you the best and understand that you are lucky enough to the point of not gotten anybody. Hurt. Hurt. Yeah. And uh, let's keep it that way. Yep. Yep. Let's keep it that way. So let's yep. move on. Let's talk about let's talk about the playoffs. Um yes. the, the Lakers are down 72 to 54 at half. So Ooh. we're not gonna talk too much about that. But let's talk about the teams that uh have been uh you know air court eliminated from uh right. <laughs> from competition, right? Mm-hmm. So the, over the uh, I guess over the time we've been gone, the Knicks and 76ers. Warriors and Suns have all, you know, been have been sent home um, in their respective series, right? So, I guess one by one, you know, you know, as quickly as we could possibly, you know, give a decent take on it. You know, how do you feel about you know each team and and what went wrong from from uh, their uh, particular basketball perspectives? Um, starting, let's start with the Knicks. Uh, I I think the in regards to the Knicks, they. They show that they're not ready yet. Right? Uh-huh. They show that they, they they haven't matured to the level to be competitive. And then they ran up and they ran into one of the most feared teams that we talked about. Um, playoff Jimmy. And with that being the case, uh, I just think that overall they were out coached mm-hmm. and outplayed. Um, adjustments wasn't, wasn't made well enough. Uh, and we we just saw them, what I call crack under pressure, right? Yeah. And so New York, I think they have a solid nucleus. They they have a couple of pieces that they have to figure out. They're gonna have to figure out what to do with Randall. Um, but overall, I I I, I firmly believe that grittiness was matched and checked and trumped by um, um, Miami. Okay, okay. For me. <clears throat> 
again, it, it's and and I think it's going to play into my 76ers take as well. I just think that um, the dynamic is off with your two biggest players, like because mm. I think that Jalen Brunson has the ability to be effective and be a legit, you know, number one threat from a scoring perspective. You know, a lot mm. of people were kind of questioning that when he went to New York because yes. him playing with Luca, right? You know, can he do it by himself? But clearly, you know, all season he's proven that he's able to and he can, right? Um, right. But I think that just the just the play style and, and by the ways and by which they play, I think is an issue because I feel like things, the pace of things change when uh, each one is, you know, looking to score. Like the pace is fast when Jalen is trying to score, um, you know, and he gets up and down. He moves quickly, you know, doesn't allow the defense to settle in on him and, 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 and you know, that double him and try to take away, you know, the way he's trying to get to spots he's trying to get to. Right. But I, but I feel like but I feel like it's a very slow paced and kind of stagnant offense and everybody kind of standing around. To your point, you've been mm-hmm. making a lot of a lot about people just standing around and watching. Yeah, I feel like that that's been an issue with when Randall gets the ball. Yeah. Um, and I think that's an issue because again, you know, if you can't, and especially when he's not being uh, you know, effective and efficient, right? He's right. he's 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 slowing the pace down and he is, you know, he's missing shots. That's affecting the team as a whole because, again, you're not, nobody else is in rhythm. You know, you're not right. getting anybody, you're not drawing the defense and not getting anybody else any shots, you right. know, and it's, it's, it's just really, you know, messing up the floor of things, you know. And I'm not saying saying that you can't play with, you know, the the methodology by which he plays, but it, he, he needs to move a little bit faster, be a little more decisive and quicker, you know, to the point where, you know, the office still flows. People aren't just standing around. They can get open shots, you know, if you're being doubled or, you know, you're being collapsed on and things of that nature. But, you know, I just think that he needs to, he needs to be more efficient and be more consistent. That's the biggest problem he has. And I think the second part of that is he needs to be, he needs to move faster. He needs to, he needs to pick up the pace. You know, it's not a slow down, back True. down, you know, ISO ball type of, you know, environment and game people are playing nowadays. Right. So I think he needs to either change that or find somebody else to go because I think the next team can go places, but I question two things. I think that, you know, if they keep him and he doesn't change that, that's going to be their ceiling, what we've yep. seen thus far. And I, I'm not sure if Thibodeau is the right coach for this team. Honestly, I'm not. Mm. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if he's mm. the right coach. I, I, mm. I, I question whether or not he's the right coach for this team. I don't. I don't know. I just think that the, he, the methodology about how, how he coaches and how he kind of, you know, because he he had a couple of games in in his in his, in his running in playoffs where Jalen Brunson didn't come on the damn game. You True. know, he, he, he played mean, a lot he, of he, minutes. He played 48 minutes one one, 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 one game for sure. I guarantee he played 48 minutes. Yeah. So. You can't burn your burn your superstars at both ends and expect them to be, you know, ultimately effective, right? So I think that's the biggest problem, you know, that they have. And I think that, you know, it's it's one of those things where if they don't land anybody else that's, you know, quote unquote, uh, a difference maker um, that can help this team and then Brandon doesn't change his game, um, I think that some changes might be coming. I mean, I don't think, you know, I think that we've gotten past the initial you know, early reaction phase would they, you know, how when they fire coaches right after they lose, you know, because we saw what happened with Boone Hoser and, and Monty Williams and Doc Rivers. Right, but I think they're right. gonna take a I think the, I think the front office will take a hard look at this if they don't, if they if they squander another year after this. You know, it just okay. it, it, really, it really just depends on what they do in the offseason and who comes and who goes and you know, do they trade Randall, they bring somebody else in, do they got any suitors? We don't know. Right. But I think that's the right. biggest problem that they have, is just the fact that their pace is is, is off. You know, it just seems like they don't really mesh well. Like Randall's moving too slow, and Jay and Brussels moving too fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
Yeah. You got a sweater vest on. They hot on their arms and cold on their chest. There you go. There you go. So yeah. yes, I think that was ultimately their their demise. In all honesty, because I mean, honest, we we looked at this Heat team playing with house money. You know, because mm-hmm. they you know they missing two of their stars and they still winning games. You know, still that, that speaks to the volume of how good Jimmy Butler's been and how good this team is around Spolster. Like Spolster is, is coaching his ass off, man. I mean, oh, let's man. just be yes, real sir. about it. I mean, you did, nobody expected a team that barely made the playoffs in general to be in a conference finals. I mean, come on. Nobody saw that. I mean, you might have that on a bingo card. I'm sorry. Give, just give big props to Spolter, man. I, yeah. I've heard that. Um, I can't remember who said it, but um, they indicated that more credit needed to be given oh, to Spolster as a strategist, right? And we've seen that. Uh, in in these series, not just series one, in these series and how he's adjusted uh, from two injuries um, and then still keeping them locked in. So right. uh, big kudos to him. Absolutely. So, yeah, so I, I think that's the biggest problem with them, man, and we'll see what happens in the offseason, but I think that was the, you know, the, the unfortunate ceiling that they were going to hit, you know, I mean, I and it might not matter who they played, you know, it might be right. if the Heat, the Celtics, or the Bucks in that in that particular matchup, they probably still were going to be, um, make it this far, and, you know, and there's going to be two, you know, two series and out for them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but again, they were five seeds, so I mean, you know, it is what it right. is. I mean, you can't, you know, you can't it was expect a feel-good story at first. Yeah, absolutely. And then absolutely. caught up to him. Yeah. Yep. All right, so the 76ers. So what do you feel about them? I guess we'll stay in the Eastern Conference. What do you feel about them and their and their ultimate issues that cost them to uh to be eliminated from the playoffs? Listen, just like we talked about the character in the previous segment, at some point you got to see the character of the player. I really, really, and for whatever reason, I've yet to figure it out. I really feel like James Harden has self-sabotage built into his DNA. Wow. Wow. If you look at series, I don't, let me, let me add, help me with this. Uh-huh. I, Cause I don't want to misquote. And I didn't, I didn't research this before the show has James Harden in his career ever been to an NBA finals. No. Okay. I may be crazy, but my spirit says I'm not. Have you noticed? Wait, that- wait, 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 wait. Was he on that team that the OKC went that year? They played, they played uh, LeBron and him. Was he on the team then? I think he might have been already Houston already. I think he was already gone from there. Yeah, I okay. feel like he was already gone from there. So no, the question, the answer is no. Have you noticed that when it comes to certain times, the final games, he consistently disappears, or he consistently to me, sabotages the moment. And I don't know what it is. But you if know, you to be honest with you, to be honest with you, I, I think that some certain people aren't just built for pressure, man. They fold. Just, listen, it's, they say, the old, old saying goes, uh, pressure busts pipes and also brings, brings diamonds, right? Yeah. And his pipe be bursting every time it gets <laughs> to the point where he needs to show up at a crucial moment. He's, he, it's, I mean, let's be honest. And I think that, you know, that kind of, I don't want to, you know, steal your thunder when it comes to the tape, yeah. but I think that between him and his inconsistency and and the fact that, you know, he plays iso ball on his side and then B moves slow and, and getting into his offensive side sets, yeah. um, he gets the ball in the post. 
it, yeah. it, you just saw it in that series, man. It just, it just like, it just everything just stopped. It was a real slow, frenetic pace, and Bro. and and Boston ate it alive. And because the moment I'm telling you like this, I'm surprised they do it before now. But the moment they inserted Robert Williams in the starting lineup for the Celtics, that's that was it for them. Because again, yeah. they, what they could, what they, all they could do, because they know that they, they know Joanna Beat is not doing the Cody Yokos when it comes to passing out of the post. Right. So they know that if he's if he don't have a clear vision or clear path to know what open man is, he struggles. So what they did yeah. was put Robert Williams on him primarily, and they doubled him mm-hmm. with Al Horford. Mm-hmm. So you got two big bodies, two six ten plus bodies at you, you know, shielding you from a passing lane, and yeah. it was hard for you if you, if it wasn't in front of you or on your in your peripheral left or right. You didn't, you couldn't see the lane, so it was hard for you to even pass out of the double teams. Right. So that frustrated him, and, and they and stymied his offense when he got the ball in the post. And again, yeah. when it, Harden's dribbling the air out the ball and giving, taking to the point, taking to the shot clock down to ten, and they're passing in the post, and he's getting immediately doubled. You look, you got two seconds left on the clock to hoist up a shot from outside. Yeah. yeah. So that was a recipe for disaster for them, man. It really was. Yeah, and 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 that's why I say at some point we got to. We have to recognize the character of the player, and and I'm at the point I you gonna have to show me something else because it's almost now where I'm coming to expect it because you've done it so many times. Mm-hmm. I'm just waiting for that game because I know you listen, got one in you. Listen, you know I, I don't think I know, I don't I know think, you got one in you. I don't think he does. No, I'm talking about that game of where you going you're gonna look like. You you've never played basketball. Oh before. yeah, that, yeah, 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 yeah. Because if you look at the, and I'm not even gonna say uncharacteristic now, because again, when he you look showed at Houston, you who he is, he he is a prolific scorer mm-hmm. in a regular season. And the and all of a sudden he can't hit the side of a barn. He's done this at OKC. He's done this at Houston. He's done this at Brooklyn. It's almost where you get. Petty, you become the little kid who didn't get picked first. And so now you want to take your basketball and go home. Mm. He's throwing the ball all over the place. He goes up for the layup. He elbows Jalen Brown in the face. He's missing wide open threes that we've seen him drop with his eyes closed. Mm-hmm. And he can't hit the side of the barn. And he's he's nowhere to be found again. And I'm saying this because Embiid, did Embiid have a bad game? Yes. Yes. Also understanding Embiid's playing on a semi-bad knee. I think the pressure of the moment got to him. You Mm -hmm. add MVP and you add the last couple years getting to certain places. I think some pressing happened, right? Mm -hmm. Because when Mm -hmm. Boston went up then. Oh, listen. It it was game seven. Them those sphincters was tight now. That's that's just oh, be real about it. Tight. It, it was tight. Only only one that wasn't tight was it was Jason Tatum's. <laughs> he was so, oh my god. But when you look at it again, I can I can say to me, to me, MB started pressing because now he's like oh yeah. Oh yeah. I gotta do more because we're in game we're in this game and we're about to go home. I mean you looking around like, okay, he James ain't doing nothing, and nobody else has got got it going. So guess what? I gotta, I gotta do something. Do I, gotta I gotta do something. Do Right. And he uh, and, and and it didn't work. But again, I don't know what's going to happen with Doc. But when you start looking at all the the most on the other side of the what do you most, mean, well, right? you know what's going to happen to Doc? You know, you got fired, right? I was hoping that I didn't see that correctly. No, you were. No, he got fired. Well, gosh damn. Okay. Yeah. All right. yeah, he got fired. Never, never mind. Yeah. Never yeah. mind. 
Yeah, he's gone. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. They. It's always a death when when a reporter asks you, "Do you believe?" And it's like, "Oh, you hear certain things." It's like, "Oh, you're a dead man walking." Oh uh, yeah, pretty much. Well, I now, knew that. Do they, I knew that if they didn't, if they lost this series, he's gonna get fired. I knew that. That was guaranteed. It was guaranteed. Does the general manager leave as well? Oh, no, Murray ain't going away. Maury ain't going away. Now, no, and the problem is that Maury loves Harden. Like he has a man crush on Harden. So what does what does he do about Harden leaving? Because he's he can walk out the door for free. So what did they do? So I say all that to say when you look at it, uh Philly, unfortunately, Philly, right? Doc fell into what we've seen from Doc at some point. He just it's it's some weird post Boston situation. He struggles in these moments. James Sugar, Harden. The Clippers, Orlando, Philly, all yep. of them. That James Harden has followed up with what we've seen him do at every team. He's going to give you those games. Yep. And at this point, it's not even shocking. It's like LeBron, when you sometimes, when you look at LeBron and he saw Anthony Davis hit the ground and he just, oh, this mother, right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. That's what point. happens with James. Here we go again. Here, here we go again. This same month, okay. old ish dog, just a different day. You know what? This to me, that's one of them games where you do friendly fire. You intentionally do a chess pass straight to his face. Wow! <laughs> like you gonna do this to me? Okay, I'm, you about to catch this chess pass right in the face? That's that's old school practice <laughs> stuff, right there. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right in the face. Right. Like man, you you. Yes, I did, and. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, that's what I felt about Philly. So now they're at home as well. Yeah. I, I, if I was Joel Embiid, I'd be acting like uh, uh, Denzel in Training Day. <laughs> you think you could do oh, this to me? Oh, you! All oh, y'all about to catch cases. Bro, you be playing basketball <laughs> in Pelican, Pelican Bay. Bay. <laughs> what I can do with you? Twenty-three hour yeah. lockdown, shoot program. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. So I, I mean, like I said, I, I, I kind of gave my ticket and missed yours. But I, again, yeah. something I have to give. Like I don't know who the new coach going to be. I don't know what they're going to do with James Harden. But they got. I think they need to make some massive changes. Oh, they got you to. know. When we let when we let Coach Benson calm calm down, we maybe we'll bring him on and ask him what they think he should do. Oh, you know he's hot right now. I know he's tight. That's why I didn't even ask him to come on the show this week. I know he's yeah, tight. Nah, nah, I know he's especially tight. Especially they, they was looking good. They was up. Yeah, mm, <laughs> I yeah. know he's tight. So I ain't even gonna ask yeah. him. I let him cool down a little bit. Him and, Mike Dub. Him and Mike Dub. Him and Mike Dub. Tighten the chest right now. So we're going to let him, let him right simmer. Now. Let him yeah. simmer for a while. We'll bring it back on later. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, talking about the West Conference, talking about the Warriors, man. Um, what do you think um, what do you think their ultimate demise was? I, I, their ultimate demise was the fact of what we saw and especially what you talked about. They just never got right from that situation, right? Um, between Poole and... Let me let me and, throw you, let me throw a hot take on you. I want I want to put this sauce in your pot before, as you okay. as you stir up your take, okay. right? You gonna put some sauce on my on, on my pasta noodles? Yeah, right put a, <laughs> sauce on your noodles, right? Okay. So, what do you think about this conspiracy theory? Jordan Poole gets punched in the beginning of the season. Okay, he plays, you know, the part. He says okay. that I, I mean I'm cool. We get over it. We can make kumbaya out. You know, mm-hmm. I'm over it, right? Yeah, but he. Consciously or subconsciously sabotages them in the playoffs in the most biggest moments because if you look at his stat lines when they had games where they needed a third score and he was supposed to be that guy. James Harden. 
he did was worse. Yeah, he he worse. I mean, he he I don't he may have had one game good game in the playoffs in an in the entire length of the time they were in the playoffs. I, I I wouldn't say it's a conspiracy theory. I would say that your analysis is valid because there you know it's like I'm cool. I'm gonna play the part. Mm. But listen, we know there's times where it's like, man, I don't give a damn about this. I'm a I don't give a damn. I mm. miss every shot. What you gonna do? I'm still getting paid. Yeah, so I don't I, I don't see it surprising because again, we don't know what's going on in the locker room, right? No. Mm-hmm. And what what if in the locker room Draymond tried to say something to him that brings up emotions? Oh I yeah, oh yeah, oh every time he every time he comes near me, I I, I get PTSD. And like, dude, you barking, and even if you ain't talking to me as Jordan Poole, uh, the fact when I hear your, I don't even want to hear, I don't even want to hear you breathe. Right. I just don't like when you breathe. Right. And then that throws like, look, if y'all gonna win, y'all gonna win it without me. Yeah. So. Yeah, man, but I, this this team, you know, they they had they had multiple emotional moments they had to deal with, right? Yeah. They had the Jordan Poole situation, then mm-hmm. they had Andrew Wiggins, yep. uh, the Wiseman experiment didn't pan out. No, nope. um, Draymond was hurt for a spell. Steph was hurt for a spell. So yeah, Clay went cold, and yeah, again, I watching I that, that game, I didn't expect oh, it to I be did. that cold. I did. I did. I did. When I when I watched the first quarter, I said, oh, this is over because he shot multiple possessions. He went down and had two to three looks and missed. Mm. I mean, he was I want to say he was over eight. Yeah, he started off getting over eight. When I saw that, I said, oh, I think think it was two for 10 after that. It was two for 10. I said, oh, it's done. You you just again, when you shoot long range, the great thing Mm. is when you hitting them. Oh, they 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 backbreakers. Mm-hmm. But when you miss, those are long rebounds that immediately mm-hmm. allow the other team transition to get and transition mm-hmm. buckets. Mm-hmm. And when you don't have a big man at really all, it becomes nobody's cleaning the boards. Nope. And and with those threes, if you ain't hitting them, at some point you live by the three, you die by the three. That's for sure. And so when I saw Clay go cold like that. And and pool disappeared. Draymond is not going to give you more than about fifteen max. I mean, he, he had that one good game, and they won that game. But uh, unless you get that from every night, which you don't typically do, then yeah, it's going to be a recipe for disaster. Instead, Steph just can't do it. And and they made and they did some things very smart. Made him into a true point guard. You know, because yep. when he's he's allowed to you know score at will, then he, they're really dangerous. But freelance yeah. did, but but the fact that he had to be a facilitator and try to get everybody else involved, and they try to you know limit his scoring as much as possible. That that's a recipe for you know them to go home. I mean, let's just be real about it. So you got some pay, you got some paid situations you got to figure out. Again, the general mm-hmm. manager is coming up due. Um, what did you paid pool? You paid pay Wiggins. Uh, you paid Wiggins. You yeah, paid Draymond got a player Curry. option. Yeah, pay my Draymond got a player option. Is coming up, dude. So yep, mm-hmm. next year you got one more year left. Mm-hmm. Come on. So do we see Draymond come back? And again, Draymond has been the engine, but unfortunately, he overheated a couple times in he a couple did. situations. He did. So. That carburetor ain't kicking <laughs> kick <in>, right. <laughs> yeah, that coolant, that coolant didn't kick in like it was yeah. supposed to. So right, um, right. I don't think the window is closed for them. No, damn, I don't think so. But tight. I think they, I think they can. I think they need to make a couple of changes, though. Like just they got to, they gotta get a big man. Yeah, I do. I do think they need to get a rim protector of some sort. <laughs> yeah, I do agree with yeah. that. Rebounding big man, rebounding shot blocking big man, and nothing else. 
Go to Croatia or Ukraine and find somebody with a. <laughs> or call Jamel McGee. What, what'd you say? Find somebody with a Vic in their yeah, last name. Either they're going to be able to shoot a Vic, they're going to be able to shoot, or they're going to be able to rebound. One right. of the two. All he needs is a bad Vic. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you right back in the championship. <laughs> Listen, you be right back. When they get right a Vic, a Vic show up, everybody likes that. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so yeah, I mean, I you know, I think I think we pretty much can share that take. I think that yeah. that's pretty much what the, what the issue was. You know, I think we both pretty much understand that's what the issue was for them and the reason why they got eliminated. But um, but to wrap this segment up, how about the Suns? What do you think the Suns trash. issue was? Trash. <laughs> Overall trash. First of all, they have a center that looks like he's seventy two, right? <laughs> he just look he looks strong in the face, man. He looked like he battled some things, right? He looked like he just walked out of Pep Boys and he done done like 17 oil changes in a row. <laughs> look at, man, look. He looked like original member of Planet of the Apes. <laughs> he looked like Caesar walking up to old boys. <laughs> he looked like he looked like Caesar when he walked up to old boy whispering in his ear. You, you know, you this guy. But how you look, man, this is the, I just how you be in your early twenties and look like a grandfather already? I just don't understand. Like, what is what these dudes be going through in their life, bro? That you get so old looking in the face at that early age, bro. Like, bro, like you you you, 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 you headline be receding at twenty. I just don't. <laughs> I just don't understand. Like, what is your what is so bad bad about your life that you got the ultimate struggle face? <laughs> <laughs> he looked like he was in the 24th Cavalry of the Buffalo Soldiers. <laughs> got, that, got that Tuskegee Airman face. Like, what is going on? <laughs> what is going I'm about on? to go. I'm about to go jump in my P51 Mustang. <laughs> we gonna fight these Germans. Oh my God! He looked bro. like he worked in a generator room as a black, <laughs> one of the black sailors. <laughs> oh my God, bro! Like why? How you got a Frederick Douglass face at twenty five? On this day, bro. Like damn, bro. Like it's slavery was a long time ago, bro. Like you just. Just don't anybody, look that old and and and, and 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 defeated at that age, bro. Like, just come on, man. If anybody want to look like what living slavery looks like, look at drink. <laughs> hey, bro. I was just saying. Bro. And then he had audacity not to play well. Like, you just got the old man face and didn't play well. Like, how you let Joker beat you down the court, bro? That should never happen, bro. Joker run like his is... knees hurt every day. Nikola <laughs> <laughs> Jokic run like his knees hurt every day. You let him beat you down a court on, on a regular basis. The that's, Joker that's looks like water freezing. That's how slow he is. <laughs> and, you... <laughs> and you let him beat you down the court? On multiple, multiple occasions. Times? Multiple times, yes. Come on, bro. And, and again, the, the, the thing with Boston... I mean, not Boston, the Phoenix, Phoenix. you're looking at two extreme scores with minimal. You have one person that don't play defense at all. No. You have another player that works to play defense, but he can only do so much. You expect your seven foot center. 
how, how are you seven feet? To do nothing you, else, to do nothing else, re, re, rebound and protect the rim, and he did none of that. Who was ever scared to go to the rim? Nobody. He averaged one block. One block. You're seven. You should be able to block just by raising your hands. Just yeah, just 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 let people smell the grill you get you wearing. Just let, them, <laughs> just, let them smell out your deodorant, and they, you can block a shot. Yeah, yeah, being that tall, your no. wingspan should block a shot. You, your 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 underarm deodorant, a la slave etu brute, <laughs> <laughs> should be able to help. Up again, his average as a seven footer mm-hmm. was one block a game. That That's tells sad. you right there all you need to know. But again, Chris Paul going out, um, Booker Durant scoring, and then. Uh, uh, unfortunately, they didn't have a bench. No, they didn't have. Well, but we knew that know, going in, though. Yeah. We knew that going in. We knew the fact they that they didn't. Have, they, it didn't. It did. We knew that going in. They didn't have a bench. They were they were very top heavy, and they didn't have anybody to you know relieve them if you know, like I said, Chris Paul needed to be out. And then on then they turn around the the uh, their point guard, the back of point guard campaign was hurt at the beginning of the series. He had to come yeah. back and play and start. He literally came back the moment Chris Paul got hurt. The game Chris Paul got hurt, the first, first game back. So he had to get thrust into the starting lineup. Yeah. So he had even yeah. less of a bench. So, right. yeah, that is, it's bad. It's it was, bad. And, and it, it ended, up, ended up costing Monty his job, which, you know, we could probably get into this, you know, at a later date. But I, I think that it, it might have been a little bit of an unfair firing, but I think that it, oh, unfair, it, super it, unfair. But, but coupled with the two big time beatdowns you took in the playoffs the last two years and a new owner, yes. Yes. yeah, I, I, I don't get, I don't agree, but I understand. That, that, look, that's a whole mouthful right there. I don't agree, but I understand. And the way Joker was bodying, joke. Listen, oh, listen. I've, I've gained a greater respect watching Joker play. He listen. may be slow as paint drying, uh, but I will tell you what. He was putting – he was old school with putting his shoulder in people's chest, right? Listen, He's he a got, fantastic passer. He, he got two foots in the Lakers right now, so listen. I, I Listen, I ain't got – I got nothing but – but that's the thing. I'm going to go back to my original take. I, I don't understand how – you know, and this, this goes back to narrative and, and, and legacy, right? And I think people are scared in a sense to, you know, be too – I guess you can say congratulatory when it comes down to giving awards because I right. really think that Nikola Jokic had a better year this year as a yeah. player than he did his last two year MVP years. So how do Listen, you not reward that? I, I have greater respect in watching these series now and, the, and games being on prime time and being able to really I, I'll sum it up like this. I'm not going to be long-winded with it. You have brought me over to your side about what you said about Joker and as you just reiterated he had a better season. You look at his stats, he did better, and his team was top of the 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 the, the conference. His team did better, he did better, he averaged better numbers. He could have went three for three. He should have went three for three. Easy. I mean, no. the man is averaging a triple double right now. He's a, he's basically a triple double waiting a to walking happen. triple double every night. Every night. Just saying. Just yeah. saying. All right, so let's forward over to uh, let's talk about the uh, the, the, the I guess you can say the, the last four uh, standing four, the last four, yeah, the last four, the final four. That's um, crazy. That it's one and two and seven and eight. That's I know. spooky. That that That's is spooky. wild, isn't it? That is wild. That is. So of course the Nuggets and Lakers are playing right now. The Nuggets yeah. are beating the Lakers ninety nine to eighty one. Three minutes left in the third. Mm, uh, okay. The Heat and Celtics are playing tomorrow night. God, ooh. 
and 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 then Bruce Brown just came down the middle lane, and dunked on the whole team. Okay, it's rough. It's rough tonight. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, let's just talk about let's just talk about you know the uh you know the actual series is in its entirety, right? Oh, what do we think okay. about you know prediction wise? What do we think about how these series are going to lean? Um, clearly the Celtics and the Nuggets have home court advantage in both of these series, right? Yep. Um. Now the Nuggets, it ironically hadn't played this uh, Lakers team since the trade. Like they got okay. their four games out of the way before the trade happened, so they this is the first time they actually playing the new look Lakers. Mm-hmm. That's one narrative. The Celtics, um, ironically, uh, I can't remember the numbers, but I think that uh, they think they split with the uh, Heat. I want to say I think I heard that. I'm not. Uh, don't quote me on that. I go research that again. But, um, but yeah, I mean, it's clear to me that the Heat have, have gone. To war with the Celtics in the regular season, right. you know, even though the regular season isn't really the Heat's bag, you know, right. in a sense, they, you know, they definitely have stepped up their play when it comes down to playing the Celtics. So, so how do you feel about? Let's start with the Eastern Conference. How do you feel about the Celtics Heat series? Um, listen, one thing that we said uh, is that Miami is one of the scariest teams you could play right now. Yeah, play with house money, and they're, and they're proving it fact mm-hmm. right now. Uh, I believe this. If we see Tatum and Brown that we've seen last the last two games, two games mm-hmm. if we see that combo, it's going to be difficult, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've talked about it. You've brought it to the uh, to the forefront. Boston has something that is hard to defend. They have extremely long wings. Yes, that are that are athletic and that mm-hmm. can shoot. Uh, Miami is down. They're 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 hurting because of depth, but they've been able to overcome it. Right. The one thing that's scary that Boston has to contend with is the mental part of this. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Butler, playoff Jimmy, Hemi Butler, he is him, mm-hmm. is going to put pressure on you because he's not going to stop. He is a gritty player that shows up and he is the true engine of Miami. And Spolstra is extremely smart. Now here's where I'm getting nervous for Boston. Mm -hmm. Spolstra Spolstra is seasoned. He's poised. He's seen this. He's been there. Mm -hmm. The coach for Boston has not. And we've seen him be out strategized, right? Mm -hmm. Spolstra is a master strategist with a player who is fearless and Jimmy Butler, if if Brown and Tatum are not locked in, fully focused every mm-hmm. game, they can quickly be down 2-0 in a blink of an eye. And mm-hmm. they do not. If they go one and one, okay, because they got home. They go down 2-0, that's going to be problems. Mm-hmm. They cannot let Miami control this situation and control this series if they do they're going to be at home very quickly uh so listen I, i'm i'm scared I, I i said it in the beginning that miami was one of the most feared teams they have shown why i said that mm-hmm. i don't i want to see boston get back All right i'm fearful that they won't mm from the mental side of the game, not the physical, the mental side of the game. And you can't have what happened in Philadelphia. Miami's a different team. You had a lot of scratching and clawing 
to get back in this series and win this series. That's a lot of emotion. And if you check out Jimmy Butler is not the player that's going to fall off. Oh, listen, Jimmy's going to rip your heart out now. Listen, any black dude from Texas that plays country music to get hype, <laughs> you got problems. Right. It's a different and kind of animal, like, right? He's a different type of animal, mm-hmm. right? And now when he, listen, Jimmy, when he goes cornrow Jimmy, it's a different Jimmy Butler. Yeah. So, so if you had to give a a, a bold prediction and, and who wins and how many games, my heart or my head, give me both. My heart wants Boston in six. Okay. My head says Miami in six. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I'm gonna get you to get you straight up, you know, because again, <laughs> you know, my 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 the president of the, of, of the Young Guns Academy, you know, let me know that he was back in the building. Uh, and that was beautiful. Seven. It that was. was beautiful. And um, you know, and that that sparks his confidence and get him back right on the on the right path. I I like his chances. And I'm gonna say something since it. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. All right. So what about the uh, Western Conference and um the Nuggets and the Lakers series? Uh with this, I'm not counting the first game because one of the things that you've highlighted and told me is that the Lakers play with their food. They, right. They do. They, they, they play do. with their food. They're mm-hmm. they're gonna they're gonna do something and it's gonna be like, oh, here we go again. So I'm mm-hmm. not giving this first one too much. Again, as you said, altitude. They just came from playing uh six game series mm-hmm. uh against Golden State. That wasn't easy. That was that was a battle. That was um, grueling. Mm-hmm. And, and then to turn around and have to play now in the altitude. I'm I'm gonna call this this first one a push. Okay. The second game is what I'm gonna pay attention to. I think that's gonna be the tell. Yeah. That's gonna be the tell. Because here's the thing. I think they match up very well when you look at AD against Joker, mm-hmm. Jamal against LeBron. Post trade, they have been one of the better teams. Uh as far as together with everybody mm-hmm. coming together, being able to uh, play team basketball mm-hmm. and really get contributions uh, from multiple players and shooters. Uh, LeBron's wisdom, his 11th, uh, um, it will be his 11th NBA finals if he makes it that far. But you look oh my over God. half his career has been in the playoffs. So, my third, prognosis. The end of the oh, third quarter, you just got, oh, my God. Joker hit a step back three from half court in 80s face. He guarding him. I mean, he can't defend it no better. And Joker just stepped right. back and hit a three right in his face at the buzzer. I, just amazing to me. Amazing. It, it, he looked, they both look at each other and shrugged. And shrugged. They both look at each other like this. Well, It's scary because, again, Joker is playing what I call, uh, you should have get, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you. Mm. Why I should have been MVP. I'm going to show you better than I can tell you. Mm. So he's playing that. He's focused, right? Then Mm. you also have Jamal, who has, they have been masterful in bringing him along and letting him peak at Mm. the right time, which is now in playoff basketball, right? Right. Uh, That's scary. And so with that being said, again, my heart wants to see the Lakers. My head says... Denver. Um, and I'm gonna go the same thing. My heart says Lakers in seven. 
Mm-hmm. My head says Denver in six, but really game two is going to be the tail for me to let me know who's going to walk out uh, victorious. This game one again, your home court, Denver, they've been playing well. They've had rest. Mm-hmm. As you said, right now, Joker's playing lights out. Um, okay, let's call that a wash. Got it. First game jitters. Cool. If this plays the second game like this, mm-hmm. And it, it, yeah, it, you know, I would say Lakers will win two at least, just because I give LeBron that much credit. Uh, but Denver will pull this out, so yeah. But from hearing what you're telling me in the first game, shit. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's pretty rough. That lady ain't singing yet, but damn, she, she got that corset tight. Yeah, she do. <laughs> she, she, she trying to she trying to push the girls up and get them in position right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I think I was right. Going back to the Eastern Conference series, the uh, they split uh, two games apiece. Um, they beat, they lost to the Boston early. Um, okay. they lost the first two games. They lost to the Boston, and the last two they won. Okay. So they so it's two, so two up, two down for them. So that was an even series. Same thing with the Lakers and Nuggets. Now, but mind you, like I said, they got them games out of the way early because the trade hadn't didn't have happen yet. The last game they played each other was in January, so that was before right. the trade. So that was. You know, it was a, it wasn't a really a, a real true test about what we're going to see in this series. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I would say I was I, my initial prediction was Lakers and six um, because we have a some type of uh, propensity to steal the first game from people on uh, the right. first two series. But does, unless we somehow or another pull this one out tonight, pause. You know that. <laughs> you know, I think it has to go seven, and, and I would trust a LeBron James a, a focus in. Desperate Lamar James in a seventh game, um, right? Over you know Jokic or anybody like that. So I would say, for me, Lakers in seven. Okay. Lakers in seven. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Let's take a quick break, and we're gonna jump into the yeah. NFL segment real quick, and uh, we'll finish up this uh, here podcast as we are wrapping up episode one hundred and four. We will be back in a minute and a half. We're back, and that is our ad for the 30-minute lockdown show. Airs each and every Thursday at 11 a.m. 
and all your powerful platforms you get your podcast from is our show of 30 minutes or less of NBA and NFL news each and every Thursday. Check that out if you haven't already. Previous episodes have been really great. Viewers have been really good on that show. People are liking it. They're loving it and uh, giving uh, great reviews on it so far. So definitely want to check that out if you have not already. We'll be back with another episode this week as well. Uh, but let's get into the NFL. Let's talk about NFL wrap-up. and um, Let's do it. And uh, let's start off with uh, some some promising news when it comes yes. down to uh, – uh, the NFL, um, you know, we we not have we don't have you know clearly we don't have football right now. Um, right. Shout out to the XFL for you know crowning their XFL champion uh, this past weekend. Uh, shout out to yep. Dwayne Johnson, those folks uh, involved with that uh, adventure. But that um, was awesome. yeah, it definitely was definitely a good look. Um, you know, I think the XFL has some staying power this time around. You know, it's had some issues in the past where it can't seem to sustain itself. But I think that mm-hmm. this particular uh, version of it might. Might make it, might make it, you know, because I think they have the backing of the NFL for the first time in ever, um, yeah. and I think they uh, are going to get off the ground, and I think they're going to have a pretty good spring football league going forward. But um, overall, man, um, let's get some kudos real quick. Let's talk about uh, uh, a quick segment called "It's Never Too Late." Yes. Over the weekend, man, we we discovered that uh, three uh, gentlemen, two players and one coach, have uh, gone up and completed their higher education uh, goal. Yeah. themselves. Todd Bowles, at 59 years old, got his yeah. bachelor's degree over yeah. the weekend. Uh, shout out to Todd. Uh, Justin Fields uh, fulfilled his requirements at Ohio State. He got his bachelor's mm-hmm. degree. And uh, and ironically to me, I didn't even realize that he was in the program, but but Jalen Hurts uh, finished his master's degree program in Oklahoma. Yeah. So he not only has a bachelor's and a master's, and he's only, what, th- it was his third or fourth year in the league? As yeah. an NFL player, so mm-hmm. all he already has a master's degree. So man, to to Todd Bowles, man, Justin Fields, and Jalen Hurts, man, shout out to them brothers for getting uh, getting their uh their degrees this weekend, man. Yeah. And, and real quick, what I want to say about this, and I, and I, and I definitely think that it's one of those things that uh is becoming a really good trend, and nobody's talking about or ain't talking about enough. Is yeah. that more and more people, you know, in the back of the day, you you pretty much understood, right, that, you know, once you went to the NBA in, or NFL, that that was your life, right? You know, you really yeah. weren't really overly concerned about higher education. But mm-hmm. what I'm noticing the different, the changing of the guard in the sense with this newer generation is that they're not only going to school and uh, playing college football or basketball in this entirety, but they're going back and finishing their degrees, uh, you know, they're either finishing up while they're there. I've seen some kids do it in three years before they come out, or I've seen some people literally, you know, have a semester or two left and they come, they finish it up in the off season after they make it to the league. So I think this is a really good trend that's happening in 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 the association and the NFL, uh, and I think that is definitely something that needs to be celebrated. I think that everybody going back to and finishing their degrees and their programs. Um, it's definitely something that we should be celebrating and honoring, man. You know, it's not just about the game, but their their upward mobility and their sustainability in life after they're done playing football or basketball for, in, in that regard. So, man, True. you know, I think that it's definitely something that kids are doing that people need to um, be promoting, you know. Yeah. And I feel like that it doesn't give enough press, and I want to give it, give it some here. So I yep. think that people need to understand that there's something that is definitely needs to be celebrated and, and pushed uh, as a narrative that is positive and people should be looking to do, um, yes. you know, you know, you know, just just fulfilling your obligations of nothing else. You you went out through all this, you know, to, you know, take all these classes, do all this homework, you know, and be, be dedicated to being a student athlete all this time. Why not finish it up? 
Yep. Why not finish it out? So, I mean, what are yeah. your thoughts on this particular aspect? Oh, man, I think this is outstanding, right? I think this is, again, this is something that is not talked about enough. Uh, it was quickly glazed over. It was, you know, a blip and then passed on um, and, and moved forward. But when you look at this, uh, for one, the representation of what can be, and especially uh, being two quarterbacks and a former coach, uh, not a former coach, a current coach. Mm-hmm. Uh, again, I love it for Todd Bowles because the ha- the headline of it's never too late is powerful. You would have thought being that he's an NFL coach, he did coach in college, that he would already had his degree, right. but he didn't. Uh, kudos to that. But then, you know, looking at Justin Fields and Jalen Hurts, uh, I, I love the take that you said that there's a new narrative that is happening that is becoming a common, starting to be a common theme, which is, yes, we're going to proceed to the NFL. We're going to leave early, but we're going to intentionally go back to get our degrees. And I do think with this, you know, this group, these can be businessmen that come together and possibly come together to own a team. Uh, they got the paper. I, 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 I like yeah. it. Yeah, they got the paper. Uh, Jalen has his uh, MBA, mm-hmm. um, you know, with his master's. Uh, Justin has his degree now. And I do believe that this could be where these these young men sit down because they're not just thinking football. They're thinking post and ownership. And I, I'm going to give kudos to LeBron on kind of being the first player that we really heard outwardly say i want to be an owner right mm-hmm. you want to become a normalcy this is going right. to be where these young people can come together and say why don't we partner and own what we played and so mm-hmm. I'm, I'm here for it man i'm excited i want to see more of it and i want to continue being uh the beacons of light that that give uh acknowledgement and time to celebrate these moments so this is this is awesome to to show that hey you can be a player but you can also own the classroom and be an MVP in the classroom as well. Absolutely, absolutely, man. So like I said, kudos to those brothers, man. And um, you know, I hope that it sparks a, a even further movement that we've already seen, and it's just all went upward from here. You know, as far as you getting your advanced degrees and and it turning out into being you know uh, a a vessel for you to be able to be you know highly. Uh, you know, I guess you could say highly uh, involved, you know, deeply involved in, uh, in yeah. the idea of business after you get out of the league. So, yeah, yeah, man, I definitely hope this becomes a trend and uh, and, and it's a good motivation and good, uh, uh, I guess you can say, teaching point to younger players, yeah. um, you know, coming out. So I definitely like what's happening, man, and I hope it continues for sure. All right. So let's talk about, let's move on. Let's talk about uh, the league itself, right? Mm. Let's, let's get into the idea of uh, who got better. Um, okay. So right now, the, the, you know, the free agency period is pretty much over. Um, yeah. You know, you got you know, a couple of little signings here and there. People are, you know, still kind of filtering in to certain teams that hadn't signed yet. But the, but more, the big, the big times things have happened already. Um, and then as well as NFL draft. So, yeah. um, so we're in post draft, post agents free agency, and the schedules come out. So we kind of know wh- how the matches are going to fare and things of that nature coming into the season, right? So, mm-hmm. I guess you know, from your perspective, you know, you know, in its totality of free agency signers and draft, you know, teams that you know 
pretty much struggled in a lot of senses last year. Who do you think, you know, going forward got better um, in this particular time period that's going to be a notable uh, threat come uh, September? So I will start, man. The more and more I read and hear, apparently this, the the David, um, uh, what's the young man name from Texas A&M? A Kane, I believe it is. Yeah, uh, the um, running back. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, he is being heralded as a player to to truly watch and will now boost Miami uh, tremendously. So on top of the two running backs they already have, huh? On top of the two running backs that they already have, because we've kn- one thing we know. The two running backs that they have, mm. one has definitely, unfortunately, been injury-plagued, right? Yes, and, um, yes. Mm. With Mostert. And so with what they're saying about, again, I think but Jeff, Miami Jeff has, Wilson, too, a little bit. Jeff Wilson be a little yes. bit of bang, banged up, too, yeah. I think Miami probably has the first four by 100 relay team that legitimately might. that, that could, could walk into the NCAA championships and uh, compete. And, and compete. Uh-huh. Um, when you look at uh, Tyreek, Jalen, uh, Mostert, and now okay, all track stars, yeah. uh, Blazers, they could field a four by one hundred team. So Miami uh, is looking like a a you know who got better. I really believe that Carolina got better as well with their picks. Yeah, um, and then I'm gonna give again. I'm still high on Detroit and what they've done. Uh, Philly is a cheat code. I don't look. I don't. I put Philly somewhere by themselves. Say, yeah, they were. I mean, come on. You can't really say they got better because they were just in the Super Bowl. I mean, oh, geez, you know. Yeah. So they I mean, did. yeah. I mean, we talk about teams that you know. Let's say let's say non playoff teams. We're gonna quantify. Yeah. Let's say non playoff teams that they got better because you I mean you can't. You know, we literally one play away from them being Super Bowl champions, and then they turn yeah. around and do what they did in free agency in the draft. It just is cheating at this point. It's, it's, cheating. it's cheating. It's cheating. It's yeah. Cheap. So I'm I'm going Detroit. I'm going uh, Miami. Okay. And then you know I'm Carolina. And then I'm I'm look as much as I don't want to say it, I'm going to say it. I think the Jets got better. Uh, okay. It 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 hurt. It pains me. Pains you to say that because we pain. know we know how you feel about that quarterback, right? <laughs> it, it pains me to say it. But I'm, I'm, I'm gonna put you back on screen just so the people can see your face when he said. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm just gonna say this just for football purposes only, right? Okay. Because again, I'm not liking the fact that you take all these players, mm-hmm. which are rookie of the year, has to go on social media and say, and they could have been playing, but again. Mm-hmm. How can I get an invite to all these games that you went to? Right, right, you right. think your prime receiver coming off a of rookie of the year, you would have taken to a game, right? Oh, he took sauce. He, he did take sauce. He didn't take he didn't take Garrett, yeah. but he took sauce. Yeah, but you yeah. take Lazard and you don't take Garrett. Well, I, I don't know. Whatever. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. But I I do think from a from a pure talent football perspective, okay, giving a seasoned quarterback to this offense with the defense that they had on paper mm-hmm. and with their running back being touted to come back, mm-hmm. maybe not the beginning of the season, but so well, the, the report I heard today, he's going to be ready for week one. 
Yeah. So with that and seeing what he was doing, he already said, barring injury, he would have been rookie of the year. Oh, yeah. Oh, Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think that, again, that's a deadly, deadly offense on paper Mm -hmm. with that defense. So I say the Jets, too. So those are my four teams uh, who got better um, this season. Teams that didn't get better right now, I'm still holding on the Saints, kind Mm -hmm. of wondering what's going on with them. Denver. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering about them as well. And the Patriots um, are, are the three teams that I'm like, what are you doing? What are we doing? Out here? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I, I do think Buffalo got better too, from the running back perspective, especially well, for- tight end and running back perspective, if you want to call it. Cause I mean, they definitely yeah. got, they definitely scored in the draft twice with that. Yeah. So, you know, again, kudos to Buffalo with that, but yeah, those are my, those are my teams that, that did well and teams that I'm scratching my head over. Okay. All right. So, yeah, I would, I mean, you know, I agree with your takes and I think that um, teams that uh, were definitely, um, you know, in a run and definitely can make some noise this year. Uh, all, but on top of that, I want to underscore a couple of other teams that are flying under the radar, in my opinion. Okay. I think that the Steelers, for one, are flying under the radar. I think they killed the draft. I think they, I mean, they I did, they definitely killed Great the draft. Job. I mean, they, their Great first job. five picks were all home runs, in my opinion. And I could argue yes. maybe six. But it's on Broderick Jones, Joey Porter Jr., Keanu Benton, Darnell Washington, and Nick Heiberg. Yeah. That's all, that's all, they all fit the bill when it comes to being Steelers. Like, they are I Steelers. forgot them, but definitely. They de- they are Steelers. They, they, they pick Steeler players. Gritty, you know, hard-nosed, cold-weather type, you know, just grinding dudes. And I think they're going to fit yeah. right in and to be impact players, you know, day one. I think that first four to five picks of their draft are going to hit. In my yeah. opinion, so I think I they love definitely that got better. Porter pick. Oh my god, and they, that, that, that broader them first two oh, picks. Oh my god, yes. Oh, the Keanu Benson is a beast too because they they True. model him after Cam Hayward. And he Cam Hayward still playing. Yes, you got two Cam Haywards on the interior D line of this defense. Yeah, man. And Darnell Washington, the kid out of Georgia, the six seven uh, tight end, six seven six eight tight guy, blocking. You know the dual threat guy from Georgia. Yeah, I, I think they score with that as well. So I, I definitely give the kudos to the Steelers. For, for hitting the home run, I think they're going to be uh, throwing at people's sides in the AFC North. Yeah. Um, I feel like the Texans got better, astronomically better, in my opinion, in one season. Between the free agency signings they did and the uh, and the draft that they killed, I think that they uh, definitely are going to be a tough out for anybody. I'm not going to sit here and say they're a playoff team this, this day right now, but I okay. feel like they're going to be they're not going to be picking in the top five next next draft. I don't think that's going to be it. I think they're going to between yeah. C.J. Stroud being a quarterback, Damian Pierce being a running back. They got a decent stable of receivers. Now, Steve, the, the, the receiving core is underrated. The receiving yeah. core is deeply underrated, and I and I'm just going to underscore that real quick because a couple the kid. Well, first of all, the kid that got in the draft is 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 slept on, and I'm I was a little bit in my feelings, and I hope that the Chargers will get him. <laughs> But right. you know, but the fact that he's on the team, you know, and uh it's so funny too because uh I think that we talked about this. I think him and CJ Stroud are friends, and CJ yeah. asks he he asked CJ to ask, ask the, the team to draft him, and they did. Yep, yep. he so, said, I got you. So if, you know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Tank Dale. And yeah. Nathaniel Dale is his, his real name, but Tank Dale is they call him Tank Dale. So yeah. you got Robert Woods, John Mechie coming back from from uh, his, his his cancer issue. He's coming yeah. back. So you got Mechie, yeah. Tank, Robert Woods, Nick, yeah. uh, Nico Collins. You got Dalton Schultz yeah. at tight end. Amari Rogers, Noah Brown. I think they got a decent receiving core, man. On top of the fact yes. they got Devin Singletary, and Damian Pierce in the backfield. They, yeah. they got they got uh, Juice Scruggs. 
um, in the draft as well as, as center. They drafted Keon Green last year. They got Sunso at left tackle. Shaq Mason mm-hmm. they traded for. So the offense is straight. Like, I think they're going to be very – they're going to be – I don't say they're going to be explosive. They're going to be – they're going to be a really decent offense next year. And, yep. and the defense isn't a slouch either. Like I said, my guy Jalen Petrie from last year, he's a baller. Stingley, mm-hmm. um, Desmond King, Shaq Griffin signed recently. They got Jimmy Ward and, and uh, Eric and, uh, and uh, Eric Murray in free agency. Yep. So I think Solid. that I think with D'Amico Ryan coaching that defense, you and know we I mean? see what he can do in, in San Francisco. Of course. So you just give him, you know, and Will Anderson, you know, he, I mean, come on, this, the ceiling for that kid, you yeah. know, he basically, you know, almost like he almost has his own version of Nick Bosa. Yep. So I really feel like they got a lot better in, in, yep. in, in all retrospects. So you're looking at that perspective. So I think that um, just overall for me, the, definitely the Texans and the, uh, and the uh, who would I say earlier? Um, no, Pittsburgh, the Pittsburgh Steelers. They they got they got better in my yeah. opinion. Um, yeah. You know, I, I do like you. Kind of stole my alliance pick. I do like that. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, when, but it comes down to like quirky. I'm not sure where they're going with it. You know, type of deals. You know, you definitely underscore the pages. I'm not sure what they're doing there. Um, yeah. Ironically, you know, the Colts are a little bit of a sleeper too. If you want to talk about mm-hmm. it, I think they're they a little bit of a sleeper too. As far as what they did in the draft. And yeah. them getting uh getting uh, Anthony Richardson, um, you know, having you imagine him and Anthony Richardson and Jonathan Taylor in in, in running the pistol. Can you imagine I was him? just saying that. That's uh, that's that's pick your poison. Yeah. Just run RPOs with that two, but them two. I mean, uh, and we didn't even get to the idea of him throwing the ball yet. And he got three oh, yeah. good receivers now. Yes. So so yeah, I, I'm I'm concerned because they got a kid Josh Downs from North Carolina who's good. Yeah. So yeah, I would definitely say that they they've got better. So I think that's a yeah. that's a, that's a sneaky one too. But yeah, but I mean, for, to wrap it up, I would say, um, like I said, the Saints bother me. Um, I don't know what the Bucks are really doing either. Um, when it comes down to their draft, um, I'm yeah. gonna wait and see what the Rams as well. Quarterback, right? Well, they say Baker Mayfield. Who's gonna be their quarterback? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's a good question. So yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's Cal Trask and Baker Mayfield right now. That's that's the that's the two leading men in the in the locker room. So we'll see. But yeah, just you know, just a little bit weird for me for the Bucks what they do. And I'm I'm gonna wait and see with the Rams. I think they hit on their first three. The other picks yeah. is kind of like a wait and see because they're not household names. So I don't know. If they yeah. just they have something they we see, they see that we don't. You know, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I think it was kind of a, of a weird draft, and um, you know, overall, I think those are the two teams that stuck out to me. It was like, yeah, I don't know. Uh, outside of what you on the score, that that I'm right. not sure what they're doing just yet. Okay, we'll see. All right, last topic. Let's talk about uh, way too early. <laughs> way too early. Way too early division winners, and in, in this particular one, based upon what we see right now here today, if the season were to start today and they were running throughout the whole season with no injuries, who do we think? wins each division so let's start with the nfc east we're gonna okay. start there because afc is gonna be murderous row i think top to bottom is that's gonna be okay. more difficult to do i think the nfc is gonna be e- an easier call so okay. who do you feel like is gonna win the nfc east billy billy yeah that's an easy call that's pretty easy to say yeah, <laughs> that's yeah. Pretty easy to say. so <laughs> um what about the afc the nfc north what do you think about that division i don't think i'll leave the graphic because people gonna see the teams I think I'm gonna yeah. lead a graphic. Matter of fact, I'll, I'll put the graphic up by, by side by side with us. Okay. So yeah, Detroit. So, so you think Detroit wins wins the North? Okay. Yeah. I got my eye on, on on Chicago, man. I ain't gonna lie. 
Okay. I got my own Chicago. I don't who's, believe in Kirk. Who's a running back at Chicago now? Oh, it's, not, it's Khalil Herbert, and they might have drafted somebody. Hold on, okay. let me get the let me Khalil, get the Khalil Herbert. Who, yeah, Herbert who was is a, a very solid fill-in. He, he was for, for Doug Montgomery, Montgomery last year. So yeah. Yep. Um. Oh, Dante Foreman. They got Dante Foreman. Okay. And Ross and Ross Con, Ross Con Johnson. Okay. From Texas. From, from he, Texas. Okay. He, John's backup. Yeah. Yep. Yep. So they got him. Yep. I'm looking at the Bears, man. I think the Bears might make some noise. Okay. Um. So what about the the NFC South? Shit. Anybody's division. <laughs> it really is. You know what? I'm on I'm going to I'm going to go with the player who to me is the most captivating and galvanizing player out the draft, which is Bryce Young. I'm going to say Carolina. I'm gonna go the same route. Because right, I'm not sure about Desmond Ritter. I don't know what the Saints are doing. I definitely don't believe in the Bucks. So no. Just off talent, quarterback coaching, they got the most stable environment at the moment. So I'm gonna go Carolina as well. And their schedule release had yeah. Spider-Man in it, which that is way. Like, yeah, yeah. You know, had Burns and Spider-Man, so right. that's a win for me. Okay. All right. So what about the NFC West? What about that? I would say uh 49ers, but I don't know who's quarterback. Yeah, well, I'm I, I know who's quarterback. It's Trey, it's Trey, it's going to be Trey because Purdy. Um, is still coming back from that UCL. Okay. If it was Purdy there, I would 100% say the 49ers. I'm going to go with the 49ers anyway just because uh, mm. we've seen what Kyle Shanahan has been able to do. Mm. Um, I like – if it wasn't 49ers, it would be Seattle for me. Yeah. But I'm just going to – I'm going to go with Shanahan and, and the 49ers, bringing back that defense. Mm. Um, I'm going to go 49ers. Yeah, I'm concerned about what the quarterback situation is on the 49ers, and I think that I think both teams make the playoffs. Uh, Seattle and the 49ers. I think one will be a wild card, one be the division winner. It is just a matter of, like I said, who is the quarterback and what they do. Um, you know, from a defensive perspective, because again, the 49ers got a new defensive coordinator. Bigel Ryan's right. gone, so they, you know they got although they got a really good one, you yeah. know, but you know it's still a different philosophy, different change, you know, different terminology, whatever they have you. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see, but I think that the Seattle got astronomically better on defense, and they got another weapon on offense in in, in JSN and Jackson Smith and Jibba. So uh, yeah. I think the D offense will look better, even more so next year than it would did this year. So I think that's a tell sign. So yeah. you know, it just depends on if the quarterback play is solid and they don't get hurt in for forty nine. I think they repeat as division winners. Okay. But if they if the quarterback is kind of shaky, that Seattle could come in and steal it. Just depends. Okay. All right. So what about the AFC East? I'm gonna go with Buffalo. Okay, I mean, yes, yeah, that's not a hard sell. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a hard sell. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm curious what the Dolphins and the, and the Jets are gonna do. Um, yeah. and, and, and far as competing with the Bills, but again, that's, I, I use the Rick Flair analogy. And to the beat, to beat the man, you gotta beat the man. And so they beat yeah. the Buffalo soundly. Beat Buffalo. And I got questions. I mean, because let's be real, the Jets might give them the Buffalo some go. But again, what has Aaron Rodgers ever really done in the playoffs here recently? And you know, we gotta worry James about two. Right, we got to do two. We got to deal with two's health because I feel like if he takes another hit, man, he just need to go and retire. Like seriously, he got to walk. He if he, get walk. An, he take another concussion, he got to go. I mean, you just got to sit down, man. I mean, I, you know, I don't, I'm not hating on the guy at all. I'm just concerned about his overall health and his long, his long life livelihood from from that perspective. It's more yeah. the things than out here in football if your health is on the line. I'm sorry. Yep. Yep. So yeah, I would say the Bills until further notice. For okay. Me. What about the a- 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 AFC North? 
That's a tough one. It's difficult, right? I see. I see, man. Look, but I'm gonna I'm use your analogy. Until you beat, to be the man, you got to beat the man. Since he hasn't done anything to me to say they shouldn't win, it's gonna be um, tough, though. I think they do. But oh, I think it's oh, be real tough. Murder, this is murderer's row. The Bills. Uh, I mean, not the Bills, but the Browns got more. Ashton will get better, in my opinion. The Ravens got better, and so did the Steelers. Yes, and so it look. The the winner of this division could be five hundred, and that could be the winner of your division. <laughs> you right? might be right because you go you split. If you guarantee to split home and away in your division, then you're already up against and you're in the AFC. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so, but right now you're gonna earn it. You're gonna, oh, you're have gonna to earn, earn it today. Yeah, you're gonna earn that walkout in that it. division. But yeah, I, I'm I'm right now. I'm going with Cincy. Okay. Okay. <laughs> AD has thirty six points. And Jokic has 31. Jokic has 19 real boards and AD has 7. That's crazy stat line. So just, just give me an update. Just give you yeah. an update on it, though. What's Nuggets the score are, right now? The Nuggets are still up. I think it's 118 to 107. I think that's the score. Mm. I'm sorry, 110 still to 121. Right. Five minutes left in the fourth. That's the, ooh, down yeah. by 11. That's going to be hard to come back from. And, 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 and the Nuggets won't miss. Every three they throw up is going in. So it, it's, it's it looks like the ocean. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> All right, so going to the NFC South, AFC South, excuse me, AFC South, who do you think wins that division? Man, I, you know what? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run it back with the team that got hot at the end, Jacksonville. Okay. Okay, I like it. I mean, again, I, you know, we don't know what Will Levis is going to do with, with him between him and Tannehill. The, the Houston's still rebuilding. And the Colts, yes. we don't know when they're going to roll Anthony Richardson out. We don't, I'm not sure. So, yeah, yeah. I would say they're, they're the most established team. So, I think they yeah. until, until further notice, I think they, they're the ones that should win mm-hmm. it. All right, and what about the West, AFC West? Come on, man. Come on. If I wanted to do a hot take, I could go. But right now, until until you beat them, you got to win it back with them. I mean, you know me. Look, you, again, look over my shoulder and see who I rep. But I, I'm not, until until we beat KC, and I think we had a bigger chance to beat KC, until we beat yep. them, they're going to they're gonna be it. Yep. They're going to be it. I, I definitely agree. Because, again, you let, you let them win off a retooling year. They won a Super Bowl off a retooling year. Yeah. So the fact that they got better, you know, and they picked up more people and they got a more experience with the guys they have, then yeah, it's, and they it's found not a gonna... seventh round running back that yeah, yeah. explosive, and they got another, they got a big target receiver, Machine Rice. Oh yeah, why yeah. did you give Mahomes Rice? Listen, that's, that's what, 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 what did Charlie Murphy and, and, and Rick James say in, in Chappelle's show? It should have never gave you money. <laughs> should have never yeah, gave never, you money. <laughs> right. should have never gave Patrick Mahomes any receivers. None. None. Not so, and especially not Rice, who was very I mean, productive in college. Very productive, and he's he's a red zone nightmare. I mean, he's a big yes. target. Yes. He's a big target. I mean, his 50-50 catch rate is, is ridiculous. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he he mm. he 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 rivals people like Mike Williams when it comes to fifty fifty balls. Listen, if you, I'm scared to think about what happens with Rice playing with Mahomes because yeah. again, you you give Mahomes certain receivers and you give him a a, a young, and, uh, yeah. hungry receiver like that, and you let and, him and, partner with Kelsey. Kelsey, Valdez, Scatling, and, and Sky Moore. Who Valdez surprisingly mm-hmm. was effective and 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 um 
it started to catch on with Mahomes. It did. And so you got, like you said, Sky Moore, uh, Scantling, now mm. Rice yep. with Kelsey. Yep. Oh. Yeah. And like I said, until you knock them off, they're going to be it. Let's, let's be, be real it. about it. Let's, let's not be biased. Let's just be honest. Yeah. 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 Don't, don't, don't over, don't overanalyze this situation. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Again. Is age old added, but until you beat a man, to, the, to beat a man, you got to beat the man. And right now, the yeah. Chiefs are the men. And I, I don't see the Chiefs losing until Andy Reid's mustache changes a different color. <laughs> <laughs> now, the interesting thing about it is now it's a hot, kind of a hot take, but the interesting thing about the whole thing is about the idea of Eric Bieniemy not being there anymore. We're gonna see, right? We're gonna see. Matt Nagy's not an OC. Now, granted, I mean, you still got Andy Reid there, so I mean, it shouldn't be that much of a drop off, but. You know the the play calling dynamic. How, how much of input Andy's going to have going forward? Being that Eric B's not there anymore to do the game plans. Matt you know, that just makes my stomach hurt. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. So to recap. We think. I think. Okay. I think I've had this right. The Eagles. We both agree. The Eagles will win the East. Yeah. Uh, I got the Bears. You got the Lions in the yeah. North. We both mm-hmm. got the Niners until yeah. further notice in the in the yeah. South in the West, and we both got the. Panthers in the South, mm-hmm. the West, yeah, Niners, South, Panthers. Both got the Bills in the East. Yep. We both got the Bengals in the North. Mm-hmm. The West, we got the Chiefs, and in the South, we both got the Jaguars. Yep. Okay. All right. All right. So, so anybody listening to this on live or replay, hold us to it if we if we wrong. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> again, but it's way too early division winners. So we, you yeah. know, we, we haven't even played it down. They even had OTAs yet. So we'll see. Exactly. All right, so that's a wrap up the show, man. I appreciate everybody coming through, listening to us, and hanging out with us for the duration of this show. Uh, give you a little bit of extra time this week because we went off for a week or so. But uh, we'll be back next week, as always, with news and views of NBA and NFL sports world. But in the meantime, between time, until next week, I'm Coach Davis. That's Coach Kurt. Until next week, we'll see you when we see you. Step up and lock it down. <laughs>